Throughout the year, we live in a sense liturgically, that we allow different liturgical seasons to guide our way of life. We are now concluding the Easter season, 50 days after the resurrection of Jesus, today which we celebrate as Pentecost. The Easter season, of course, was preceded by that season of Lent, focusing on prayer, penance, or fasting, and almsgiving. And so for 40 days, we allowed prayer and penance and almsgiving to guide our life. There are certain months of the year that have different liturgical feasts or different uh, devotions attached to them. For example, this month of May is dedicated to the Blessed Virgin Mary. It's why we crowned the statue of Mary at the very beginning of this month. The month of October, dedicated to the Rosary. The month of June, the Sacred Heart. The month of November, for praying for our beloved dead. Not only then do we have liturgical seasons and special months with devotion, but sometimes, too, the Holy Father calls for a special year of devotion, as he did on December 8th, as he called for the year of St. Joseph. And as I think about today, Pentecost Sunday, we have this special day each year in which we recall that marvelous account that we heard in the first reading of how the Holy Spirit descended upon the apostles after Jesus ascended into heaven. And so then these liturgical feast days focus us a little bit, that today maybe we have a more special devotion to the Holy Spirit than we do on other days throughout the year, or as we have some other special feast days coming up, like Corpus Christi, a day dedicated to focusing on the Holy Eucharist and the role of the Eucharist in our life. I think, though, when we have these liturgical seasons or these special months of devotion or these feast days like today, that really they should become integrated into our life. That prayer, penance, and almsgiving isn't just something we do during the season of Lent, but it's something that we can do every month, every day of the year. That devotion to the Holy Spirit doesn't have to be restricted to just today, this day of Pentecost, but rather we should pray to the Holy Spirit daily, asking for the Spirit's guidance in our life. And as I pondered this, I wondered what it would look like. How do we come to have this kind of holistic liturgical practices in our life? How do we incorporate devotion to the Holy Spirit or to Mary or the Rosary so that it's just not for a specific time, but really a part of who we are? few things came to mind. I think the first is when we look at all these different liturgical expressions, devotions, well, we first have to identify what it is that we want to incorporate into our life, that we ask God in prayer and we say, well, what am I supposed to do? How do you want me to pray, God? Maybe we pray to the Holy Spirit, asking the Holy Spirit to inspire in us a knowledge of how it is that we are to pray. So first we have to identify it, and once we choose it and say, this is really what I want to do, so today I say, which I do, I want to have a greater devotion to the Holy Spirit in my life. Well, now I've named it. 
And so now, how do I go about that? Well, perhaps it's establishing that routine of how it is that we want to incorporate it into our life. For some, they say that they pray the best in the morning, that they begin their day, and then it really marks how they go about the rest of the day. And so perhaps it's praying to the Holy Spirit every morning, saying, I want you, Holy Spirit, to guide me in all that I say and all that I do and all that I think. I want you to lead me throughout this day so that I might do God's will. Maybe it's coming up with a prayer, finding one of the more common prayers to the Holy Spirit. It's about incorporating it as part of our everyday, having that routine. If you want to pray the rosary every day, well, maybe you identify and say, well, you know, I think I could do this during my lunch hour. I could go for a walk. I can pray the rosary in that way. And so we begin to find those ways in which we can pray so that then, really, it becomes instilled within us that if we omit it, we'll realize it and we'll fall back to that prayer that we will do it as soon as possible. I was talking to a priest once and he realized that he had not said Mass on a particular day and he had already retired for the evening, went to bed, but he got up because he said, I need to say Mass. And so it's knowing that it's really a part of us that then guides us and helps us to do it. I think, too, there's physical reminders that we can have. Of course, a statue sometimes is that physical reminder for us. During this year of St. Joseph, if you want to have a greater devotion to St. Joseph, well, maybe find a statue of St. Joseph and put it at a place of prominence in your home that when you see it, you think of him and you say, St. Joseph, pray for me. Maybe you call upon one of his titles from his litany, one that you like so very much. Maybe that statue could serve as a reminder. For me, when I see that statue of St. Joseph, it reminds me of how I make my petition to him. St. Joseph, help me to love Jesus and Mary like you loved them. I also, when these Holy Land people were here at the Olivewood, I bought a statue of St. Martha with a broom. It comes from the Gospel of St. Luke, and I put it on my desk. It's a physical reminder to me that I'm writing an academic thesis on that Gospel passage, writing about what these saints, how they preached on it. And so, as I see it on my desk, a reminder in a sense that, well, I need to do some reading today. I need to do some writing for that thesis. So maybe that physical reminder is good for us. Also, too, we have alarms, for example. Every day here in Brussels at 6, noon, and 6, the bells ring. They call people to prayer, praying the Angelus. And so there's these little reminders like that. Three o'clock is a special hour. It's the hour that Jesus died on the cross. And at the University of Dayton, run by the Marianist Fathers, founded by uh, their order, founded by Blessed William Shamanad, he wrote a prayer called the Three O'Clock Hour Prayer. And so the faculty, some of them, they pause every day at three o'clock, praying that prayer of Blessed William Shamanad. Also, St. Faustina said, pray at three o'clock, recalling the Lord's death, pray the Divine Mercy Chaplet. So maybe it's setting an alarm on our phone 
a reminder that, yes, I want to acknowledge, I want to pray in this way. Maybe that's a way in which we begin to incorporate our devotions into our life more so than just a day or a month or for a time. Most importantly, though, don't give up. That if you fall out of that practice of prayer, we don't abandon it, but we return to it and get back into the habit again. Today, on this Feast of Pentecost, it's really a good opportunity for us to ask the Holy Spirit to enlighten us of how God wants us to have a deeper spiritual life. We ask the Holy Spirit then to lead us and to guide us so that we might become the holy people that God wants us to be.